Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another mind-blowing installment of Weekend Update. From high above all other puerile and pedantic forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson. Firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. The 2023 legislative session has been over for about a week. Legislators are now preparing to have their town halls to tell their constituents everything they didn't do on the floor of their respective houses. Some of this has already begun with various and sundry local media outlets. There is no more pressing issue for Wyoming citizens than to fix our property tax assessment system. Truthfully, Wyoming citizens really don't care how their property is assessed. They care about the eventual result they receive in the mail, their property tax bill. No doubt, many of you have already received your property tax bill for this year. After you picked up your collective jaws off of the floor, you undoubtedly wondered why our elected representatives and senators couldn't seem to handle the number one issue in Wyoming. The easiest answer to that is money. If we were to enact meaningful property tax reform, our politicians would have less money to spend, and thus less money to buy votes with. That's not an exaggeration. Let's not forget what former Redcoat Speaker of the House Steve Harshman said in a random act of ideological honesty. So what's happened in these states that have done caps, and some of them are wealthy states, but really who's benefited? The rich are going to benefit the most. They're going to benefit the most. Tax cuts for the rich. Maybe Steve Harshman was channeling his inner Bernie Sanders at that moment. His comment was in response to an amendment that was offered by Casper Representative Tony Glock that would have created a cap on the increase of your property taxes. The only place you'd get any argument on that is in the Wyoming legislature. I personally know a lot of people whose property taxes went up in excess of 30%. This past summer, I spoke to a homeowner in Jackson who told me she had paid $9,000 for her property taxes the year prior and that her current tax bill was 19000 This isn't a phenomenon that's constrained to Teton County. That happened all across the state. Statewide, in 2022, property taxes increased an average of 16%. So capping the increase in your property taxes would be a pretty good idea. But astonishingly, that amendment failed. Now that the legislative session has concluded, you're going to hear a lot of these elected representatives and senators trying to give you all sorts of excuses as to why there wasn't meaningful property tax reform. In this case, in this case, the idea of capping your property taxes failed on a vote of 29 to 33. Think about that. 33 members of the Wyoming House of Representatives voted against capping your property taxes and preventing them from increasing 30% or 40% or whatever that percentage was this year. The people that think it's okay for your property taxes to skyrocket are Allred, Berger, Brown, Burkhart, Byron, Chadwick, Chestick, Ken Clouston from Gillette, John Conrad, my own representative, Barry Crago, Eklund, Harshman, Henderson, Larson, uh, the other Larson, Lolly, Newsom, Nicholas, Nemec, Zwanitzer, and the other Zwanitzer, Northrop, Oakley, Obermuller, O'Hearn, Olson, Provenza, Sherwood, Stith, 
Store, Walters, Wiley, and Yin. After that amendment failed, there was really no reason to pass House Joint Resolution 2. Here's why. It would have created another class of property tax assessment called residential property. It wouldn't have reformed taxes in any way. The only thing it would have done is created yet another class of property tax, and then the state could decide at what rate they were going to tax residential property. Property tax reform would be saying, you can't tax people any more than this amount. But of course, they were not willing to do that. And Joint Resolution 2 failed. Interestingly enough, it sounds conspicuously like the constitutional amendment that was passed, doesn't it? Yup, it's exactly what Senate Joint Resolution 3 turned out to be. That's the one that you're hearing about in all of the newspapers across the state of Wyoming. It also happens to be the one that many senators and representatives are touting as meaningful property tax reform. That's right, my friends. They did the old bait-and-switch on you, and I'll tell you about it after the break. Cowboy State Politics is brought to you by Morton Buildings. If you're in the market for an outbuilding or a garage or a barn or a roping arena or a giant warehouse, then you should give Nick and Jesse a call. Their phone number is 307-674-2532. These guys are the experts in metal building construction. They've been doing it longer than anybody else around, and they definitely do it better than anybody else around. So it doesn't matter what type of metal structure you've been thinking about, give Nick and Jesse a call. Again, their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. It's Saturday, and you know what I'm thinking about? Hot wings. Hot wings from the Winget Food Truck. They make the most amazing wings in the state of Wyoming. And it's not just hot wings. They have several other different flavors. I personally recommend the garlic parmesan wings. They're incredible. Now, the way that you can figure out where that truck is going to be is go to CowboyStatePolitics.com and look underneath the Sponsors tab, and you'll find their schedule there. That way, you can plan your entire week around where that truck is going to be. That's the Wing It Food Truck. Are you looking for a place to advertise your business? You should really think about advertising on this program. You're not going to find a more loyal audience than the one at Cowboy State Politics. Advertising on a podcast is different than on traditional radio. With radio, your customers may or may not hear your message, because often people have the radio playing in the background and they're not actively listening to it. That's the big difference with a podcast. Your customers download an episode with the intent to listen to it, so you can be sure that your message will be heard. So if you've been thinking about advertising on this program, shoot me an email. The address is david at cowboystatepolitics.com. I would love to get that conversation started with you. And now, back to the program. The 
The failed House Joint Resolution 2 would have created another class of property called residential that the state could tax. That is not property tax reform. The only thing it does is just creates another class that the state could tax at the same or a higher rate. To understand this, we need to go to the Wyoming Constitution and look at Article 15, Section 11, which is entitled Uniformity of Assessment Required, and I quote, All property, except as in this Constitution otherwise provided, shall be uniformly valued at its full value as defined by the Wyoming Legislature in the three classes that follow, gross production of minerals, property used for industrial purposes, and all other property, real and personal. End quote. Now you'll notice there's no distinction between commercial property and residential property, and the reason for that is uniformity. The guys that wrote our Constitution were smart enough to understand that businesses don't pay taxes, their customers do. So if you increase the amount of tax on a corporation or a business, that cost is passed on to consumers. If you raise taxes, the price of everything goes up as well to cover that cost. In reality, there's no difference between a building that houses a business and a building that houses a family. They are both just buildings. The other reason that Article 15, Section 11 exists is to prevent politicians from arbitrarily changing tax rates. Certainly, politicians would not want to increase taxes, unless they could help it, on residential property because most people don't own a business and most voters only own houses. We hear this all the time at the national level. Increase the corporate tax rate. Corporations are not people. Corporations use tax loopholes to avoid paying taxes. The truth of all of this is that corporations don't pay taxes. People do. In Wyoming, as far as property taxes go, corporations are taxed at the same rate as residential property. If you increase taxes, they go up for everybody, not just a business. So it's a matter of fundamental fairness, and it's a constraint on government. Enter Senate Joint Resolution 3. This is the one that started out eliminating property taxes for the elderly and the infirm and ended up as the exact same thing as House Joint Resolution 2. Here's Sheridan and Johnson County Senator Dave Kinsky, my senator, explaining what happened. There was a constitutional amendment that a colleague of mine had been running that was to create an exception for elderly and the infirm on their property taxes. Well, it got completely rewritten to say we are going to create a new class of property called residential with a subclass called primary residence. So our constitution limits the number of property class taxes, uh, property tax classes. This is create a new class called residential. And our Constitution prohibits, for some reason, subclasses of property. So this said we're going to create a subclass called primary residence. And that'll go on the ballot next year. Our Constitution, for some reason, prohibits that. Yeah, to prevent you from monkeying with the tax rates. I mentioned the old switcheroo with Senate Joint Resolution 3. Here's what Dave Kinsky had to say in the Buffalo Bulletin on March the 7th. And I quote... The amended SJ-3 quickly passed the House and went to the Senate for concurrence. So far, the story seems simple, but there is a major constitutional issue with, the, with such a consequential rewrite of the bill. The Wyoming Constitution provides no bill shall be altered or amended on its passage through either the House as to change its original purpose. 
This is intended to prevent, quote, the old switcheroo, where a bill intended for one purpose at the outset is changed to something nobody expected. That very issue was passionately debated in the Senate consideration of SJ3. There was no question by many that the bill had in fact been modified to change its original purpose, contrary to the Constitution. However, the rewritten SJ3 was our last shot at permanent tax reform, and it passed the Senate one day before the end of session with the necessary two-thirds majority by a vote of one margin. End quote. Did you notice what he said there? Our last shot at permanent tax reform. So we have a constitutional problem with a proposed constitutional amendment. As the good senator from Sheridan pointed out at the end of his op-ed, this won't even go on the ballot until 2024, and if voters approve it, then the Department of Revenue can decide at what rate we're going to tax residential property. What do you want to bet it's the same rate that it's being taxed at now? You see, it's the Department of Revenue that's at least partly to blame for the increase in your property taxes. Last year, they increased the per square foot price of building by 8%. So from the very beginning, not taking into account the amount of property that's being bought and sold in the state of Wyoming, your taxes arbitrarily went up 8%. Senate Joint Resolution 3 doesn't do anything to account for that. Nor does it cap the rate of increase on your property taxes, nor does it prescribe the rate at which you're going to be taxed. And then there's the big donkey in the room, that your property taxes are based on market valuation, so that what your neighbor does with their house has a direct effect upon what your property taxes are. You could do absolutely nothing with your house, not build an addition, not make any improvements, not add a building at all, and your property taxes could go up because of what somebody else sold their house for. Senate Joint Resolution 3 does nothing to fix this. In the end, this is a classic case of politicians doing nothing and then telling you that they did something. In the end, it's highly likely that your property taxes will continue to increase. But remember, when you go to all of these forums that are about to happen, that your legislators are going to tell you that they enacted property tax reform, meaningful property tax reform, just remember that they really didn't do anything at all, except the old bait-and-switch to make you vote for them again. That'll do it for this installment of Weekend Update. Have a good rest of your weekend, and we'll talk again on Monday. From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.